Star jump sequence terminates, Captain. Get the gravitational dampers online and open the blast aye, shield. Aye, sir. Bring us in closer. Aye, aye, sir. Moving us in on sublight drive. Extreme magnification. Aye, sir. The center of the galaxy. And there's our black hole. The experience of a lifetime, Captain. Let me put this on audio. We should be able to hear the magnetic resonance field. This is it, ladies and gentlemen. The edge of time and space where the impossible can happen. Welcome to the event horizon. Good morning, or afternoon, or evening. Whatever is relevant for the part of the world you are in, indeed welcome to the Event Horizon, where the impossible happens. Join us each week at this time as we delve into science fiction, fantasy, and science fact in all their forms. This is episode 73 of the Event Horizon on Krypton Radio, and today we have with us... Jen Ucellus Mackay. And sure enough, I had to point to Susan because I would have totally blown the name. Welcome to the show, Jen. The Klingon Chant. Chantus. Thank you so much. Nuknak. Nuknak. Kisiabla Klingon. So today's show is going to be a Klingon sing along, or maybe it's a Kling along. A Kling along. <laughs> Yes. If you've been listening to Krypton Radio, you have very probably heard her version of Kiss Me or Bite Me. Yes, that's the <laughs> translation. It's it's Bishop. They don't sing. They don't kiss in Klingon, do they? No. no, no. It's a little more violent than that. We like it rough. Yeah, so. you know, it's it's. Oh, I've conjugated it incorrectly. Ah, if, yes. I, if I say bit <laughs> means it, that's that's a, a, a um, um, an imperative, isn't it? Bitchop. No, well, hitchop would be the imperative. Bitchop would be oh, you oh, bite. Oh. I bite, you bite, we all bite. Yeah, hitchop is biting is like kissing. Only there's a winner. Right. <laughs> see, see, it's it's all it's everywhere in the cosmos. Hitchhope is more of like the imperative, like you bite me now. Oh, <laughs> got it. Okay, I, I get bite it. Bite me, fanboy. Oh, yeah. bitch hope would be you bite as in you are a person who bites. Right. Yeah, you okay, bite. okay. I understand the distinction now. I actually used well, to speak. Yeah, I, welcome to Klingon Grammar Talk. On <laughs> no, we, we, we better not dive too deep into it because I will be the first person to admit that I have amazing, amazing translators who have helped me out. <laughs> well, I used to play D&D with a kid named Larry. And he used to, and he grew up to be be quite a, a noted linguist and, and Dr. Lawrence Sean of the Klingon Language Institute. So Awesome. So we got translators. <laughs> yeah, and I, I, for a while, I was, uh, I was working for Technicolor, and I was bored off my ass, and uh, just wanted to learn something new, anything. And I picked up Klingon, and I got all the books and and the <laughs> audio language tapes, which I still have. Uh, and if if things ever slow down enough, I, I plan on getting back into it. Although, um, yeah, it's Klingon is as a spoken language isn't exactly a welcome language around here. 
Yeah, not, there's not a lot of not a lot of fluent folks. That's yeah, speaking like a native, right? Yeah, I, I, I used to say I spoke Esperanto like a native, which is to say not at all. <laughs> you know, because well, no, nope, okay. nobody lives. Nobody, in nobody Esperanto. actually lives in Esperanto. <laughs> anyway, so meanwhile, back at your fabulous musical career. Ah. Tell, us, what, tell, tell us, us about life in the singing profession before Klingon. Well, you know, it's funny. I, I always say I kind of fell into it. I always sang. Um, but when I went to college, I decided to focus more on my acting than the music part of things. And I was, oddly enough, I loved acting, but I was never super comfortable singing in front of people without a character mm-hmm. kind of wrapped around it. And it wasn't until I started doing karaoke and drinking (laughs) after college that I really learned to love singing in front of people. And I had a lot of people ask me, oh, are you singing in a band? And I'm like, no, no, no. Uh And then, you know, after the the fifth or sixth person asks you that, you're like, maybe there's something to this. So I, I joined a covers band in Minneapolis and and that was it. I was completely hooked and it, I kind of embraced more of like, I created sort of a rock star character for myself uh-huh. <laughs> and, uh, and so that I was comfortable getting up on stage and, uh, and so I, I've been singing with with bands in some capacity for gosh, fifteen years now. Um, I did a, an album up in Minneapolis with a friend of mine, John Pryor. It was a bunch of his originals, and uh, and then when I moved to Chicago, I was singing with some covers bands again. I mean, I like to make a little extra side cash, so. Um, and I'm, I'm currently is sort of doing backup vocals with a, with a local band here as well that is all originals called the gold rush. So, so that's sort of something I've always done. And when I moved to Chicago, a a friend from Minneapolis, uh, Christopher Kidder Mostrom actually was moving to Chicago as well. And he's one of the, he was the production, uh, uh, oh goodness! Artistic director of Commedia Beauregard, who did a Klingon Christmas Carol, and uh, he was a friend of mine from doing theater in Minneapolis. And when he moved here, he was like, "Hey, we're going to be bringing it to Chicago." And I went, "Really? I love weird little projects like that." <laughs> and uh, and so then I ended up in a Klingon Christmas Carol, and from what did there. You play? I got to kind of combine my two loves of singing and music and, and quirky theater projects. Cause it, that one sure is quirky. Um, oh yeah. It's a little short and, on women's parts. Which part did you play? I was Emily. I was uh, Mrs. Mrs. Cratchit. Yeah, I see. So, uh, and when Emily enters for the first time, she's actually singing the Klingon warrior anthem. Koi Kalish Puklo. Oh, nice. Can you, can you so. sing a little bit of that? Sure, sure. Koi kalish puklod, koi pukbe pu, yochbog matbog jeshuvwe, shy mach to my oo. One more? Booyah, baby. That's amazing. I was like, oh, I can keep going. It's very educational for the children. Yeah, I mean, I. I remember very, very little Klingon myself. I just nuk duk oh pooch pa and you know nuk duk yuch Where do you keep where the do chocolate? you keep the chocolate? 
that's what's those are important things. My my favorite phrase uh, recently is "reh mush mush witpu," which means haters gonna hate. Oh, that's good. Hey, yeah, <laughs> we need to know that one. Write that out for us, and we'll we'll put that up on the website because that's absolutely. Important. Yeah, I like "vichu which is "buy or die." <laughs> <laughs> I like doing variations on the uh, "today is a good day to die." Um, so, so I've always liked "tlutluh mech kakjajvam," which is "today is a good day to drink." And uh, <laughs> since I started doing this project, I say Bomlume Kakjajvam, which is today is a good day to sing. Every day is a good day to sing. Every day is a good day to sing. And my Klingon name is Jen Bomb, which kind of loosely translates to high song. Oh, I was, okay. That's, I was excited that's that Jen actually is a Klingon word. So, <laughs> And it doesn't mean something stupid. <laughs> right. I was <laughs> like, woohoo, hi, okay, to be high. Well, all right, what can I match with that? So, <laughs> Yeah, that's neat. Yeah, I, I'm glad it doesn't mean something like uh, exhaust muffler or something like that. Right. <laughs> yeah, that would be. Easy, that carburetor would be muffin. I don't know. <laughs> Do they even? Ha- I don't think the the birds. Of, I don't think a bird of prey even has a car. You know, would have a combustion engine on it. So. I don't know. <laughs> they must have gone through a you know internal combustion stage. Can you imagine them without Harleys? Come on. Ah, oh good yeah, point. Klingons on Harleys. It, it's a natural. <laughs> it is a, it's natural. a natural. Seen it. So, um, are you are you a Trekkie yourself? Did you? Yeah. I did not grow up uh, a, a trekker or a trekkie, whichever uh, it will not offend you. Um, We're hard my, to offend. My, my mom and I did watch DS9 when it first came out. Um, I was in high school at the time, but I was so busy with theater, I didn't get to continue with it much beyond the first season. And uh, and then I got involved doing a Klingon Christmas Carol. I sort of first embraced the Klingon fandom, mm-hmm. and now I've actually been going back and watching the show. I and and watching kind of kind of jumping around from from all the different ones. I was watching Voyager for a while. I mean, I I gotta give props to the the female captain. Like I love Janeway. Oh, she kicked <laughs> but Oh yeah, she would she would tie uh, 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 Cisco in a knot. No, I, you know, and this, the constant comparisons. Who's better, Kirk or Picard? Never mind them. Janeway. Janeway, get that woman a damn cup of coffee. <laughs> I love it. I, I love I love everything about her cadence, like when she, thought, when she spoke, there's coffee in that nebula. Like, <laughs> oh, yes. I just, you nailed it. I just love her. I love, love, love Kate Mulgrew. Now I, I'm currently obsessed with Orange is the New Black's. Just because oh, and Kate because Mulgrew. she's in it. Because That's Kate right. Mulgrew is in it as Ray. Yeah, and she's in charge. Of course she is. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I actually, when I was doing uh, when I was doing Klingon Christmas Carol, I, I focused pretty hard on the Klingon episodes mm-hmm. at, of Star Trek. Well, there was a lot and, of really good content, particularly in Deep Space Nine. Yeah, I, I the uh, once more onto the breach when uh, Core comes back and he's mm, old and he can't mm-hmm. fight and he's lost his memory and I just everything about that episode to me is such is so interesting and when you're looking at it in the from the warrior culture like what happens to a warrior when he can't fight anymore 
And um, well, who's, you know, and he I, never thought he'd live that long, you know? Right. Well, Expect even one of the uh, even one of the 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 great moments in um, when uh, when Riker in in the Next Generation goes to the Klingon ship. And they, uh, he gets on board and somebody even says to him, there are no old warriors. And so then to later on with, with DS9 for them to kind of do that episode, like what happens to the old warriors? I, I just thought that was a really. I they just, have I, to I go out it. and uh, blaze a glory somehow, you know? Right. Exactly. So, yeah. So, yeah. Not a not a super trekker, but I do have you know I I have been trying to catch up. I'm actually about to put together a Mara costume from like Day of the Dove original series. That was a great episode. Yeah, with the floaty light that like feeds off the anger. You know what? And and you know I think that that's where internet trolls come from. They're no real people. <laughs> they yeah, just play right. us against each other and get us all mad and then feed on it. Right. Yeah. Doesn't that so, it, it explains everything. It really does. Ah, oh, you've you've absolutely you've opened my mind. Don't like, feed the energy <laughs> creatures. Yeah, and because and, I love the idea actually, and and I know that I'm going to make all the canon people probably a little bit crazy, but I I joked at one point about being like the Amy Winehouse of the Klingon music <laughs> world. And I thought, how great uh-huh. would it be to have, like, a Mara-inspired costume, but, like, have it all throwback. So I'm, like, wearing ridges. Maybe I even, like, go modern with the new movies and I pierce the ridges and, mm-hmm. like, really mess with people while I'm wearing this Mara costume. I don't know how far I'm going to take it, but I well, kind of... You, you know, you can blend you can blend the various, uh, the various variations of canon and come up with something that's unique and yet borrows from all the traditions well what right how does a, a klingon you know goth girl rebel by wearing pink right <laughs> and a little little poodle skirts you know right yeah i just i just thought it'd be so funny to have this like you know just sort of old school you know original series costume with the ridges and and really kind of tie all of the all of the klingon elements together in this crazy little pop music so um how did you end up with this uh, with this very popular single? I just kind so, of fell into it from the sound. Of it. <laughs> I well, because of doing Klingon Christmas Carol for two years, I actually was told I had very good pronunciation. It, you do. And, hmm. I said you do. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and uh, and. Uh, because I also sing, Improvised Star Trek had this episode that they did. I believe it was episode. It said episode fifty nine of their podcast, mm-hmm. and it was uh, about a, a Klingon girl who's on a ship with her father, and he's a single father. And it, long story short, they end up throwing a prom for her. It's very. It's a very funny pod. Their podcast is brilliant. And during one of the uh, scenes, one of the improvisers said something about sixpence none the richers kiss me. <laughs> so by the end of the episode, they, re- they pre-record all of the episodes. Mm-hmm. And by the end of the episode, they realized they needed to have this song translated into Klingon. So they were going to do it themselves, and they realized they were way in over their heads. So they got in touch with 
the Klingon Christmas Carol folks. Mm. So the Klingon Christmas Carol folks put uh, did the translation, gave them the translation. They took the translation and were then going to sing it themselves, took one look at it and said, we're in over our heads again. <laughs> and went back and said, hey, do you have somebody who could sing this? And Chris uh, – uh, Chris Kidder Mostrum was like, yeah, yeah, actually, I have uh, my friend Jen. Not only does she have great Klingon pronunciation, but she's an incredible vocalist and will really do this, you know, really do this for you. So I went in on a Saturday afternoon and I did the recording and I even layered in harmonies on it. <laughs> and, uh, we were laughing because it was turning out so funny and, and, but so good. So we're like, oh, we should make a music video. <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny? And a little, uh, like two, three weeks later, we made the music video and released it shortly after they released the podcast. And we, uh, we highlighted that music video on Krypton Radio's website. It was video of the day uh, one day nice. when, it came, when it first came out. And let's, yeah. let's play it now for the nice people. That was, uh, there are no words to describe. 
the goosebumps I get hearing an entire song sung in Klingon like that. What a beautiful, rich voice you have. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I noticed the uh, I noticed the um, the the war drums in there during the choruses that just sort of you know that pull you out of the moment and you realize, oh yes, this is oh yeah, this is Klingon. very Klingon. <laughs> Wait, this is my, one done. of my favorite lines in it is the. Um, the line about uh, it's chechuch tikwij ekhaang cheangbog vavle pujin tikwitla. It's like right before the, uh, the, mm-hmm. the second chorus. And the, what I love about that is that it's the, the, the swing me upon its, the, the hanging tire and bring your flowered hat. Yeah. But when it got translated into Klingon, it's sing love songs, throw the enemy's bones Hit me with them. I will show you my very heart. Oh. <laughs> and then and we will follow very... the way that your father's ancient map reveals. Like I, it's the translation's just. I want to sing so this. Cool. I want to sing that in English. That is just too awesome. Yeah, and that, <laughs> and that's the, the funny thing is that because the phrases don't translate directly, uh, right? You know, what you, does? You know? it, it, it's like. Um, uh, uh, l- is it Lord Mountbatten who translated um, – um, oh, God. I have no idea what you're talking about. Um, I was like, you lost me. He's <laughs> um, not a noted – No, it, it was uh, the Rubiat of Omar Khayyam who translated that. <laughs> I, I think it was Bullwinkle Moose. No. Yeah. It's the Ruby Yacht, right? It's, it's, you know, it's, no, it's no, red no. gemstones on a on – a, Oh. Anyway, when that was translated, the uh, uh, it had to be translated by someone who understood both languages so well that he could be poetic in each. And, right, uh, that's always the trick. The, it, isn't yeah, it's it? the poet. It's the poetic translation to translate the intent of the phrase and the feeling right. of the phrase, not necessarily the exact words, because yeah. the the nuance is so different from one language to another. Whoops, and we just lost her. Okay. So oh, oh, push buttons. Yeah. Oh. There we go. And she's back. Oh. Anyway. Oh no. Sorry yeah. about that. That's I don't okay. know what happened. It's uh, <laughs> it stuff happens. Anyway. Uh edit here. <laughs> it's uh it's fascinating to think about uh, the differences between English and Klingon and and uh, well, not everything is going to translate directly. Oh no, nothing. You know, ever when does. they announced the, the the Klingon Bible project, I was going, they're going to run into "Thou shalt not kill" at bounce. I mean, that just <laughs> isn't going to make any sense in Klingon. Yeah. Well, not only that, the the actual scope of the language, the vocabulary is just not that large. No, so, not a no. whole lot. No, I mean, it's it's they mostly to make about- up a lot of stuff for the Klingon dictionary and. Right. And you can tell that they were kind of getting punchy after a while, and they were making up some very silly things. A stringed yeah. instrument like a guitar is a lish Paul. Yeah, <laughs> I love I love the puns. There's so many puns in the language. Like tick means heart, and ew means blood. Oh, and yich um, means triple. What? Yich means triple. Yich, yes. Well, that's what cool. they say. Cool means hot or fire. And my favorite is cock means good. Cock is good. Okay, that's funny. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that may be too much information. Uh, <laughs> but it's not, it's not 
funny in Klingon, you see. Yeah, it's not funny in Klingon. It's only funny in English. <laughs> you know, like Many Nova, the, the name of the Chrysler car, the, the, the Chevy Nova. In Spanish, it means it doesn't go. Nova. <laughs> <laughs> Same sort of thing. Yeah. And Osco Drugs, uh, it's... Stupid or something? You no, know, it means yeah. sick to your su- stomach. Oh, great. Uh, os- oska Osco. means, I think, it, or Osco means to throw up or vomit. That's why they changed it to CVS. <laughs> That's which why. didn't mean anything in any language, I right. guess. Right. That's why. <laughs> so it's just the, um, every, every time you learn a new language, I mean, the, the doorway to a new culture is its language. And yeah. if you learn the language, you learn so much about the way. Uh, that culture thinks and and goes about uh, you know goes about the, the people who who live in that culture go about their daily lives and the fascinating thing is that this is a completely synthetic language uh, and uh, I think it was noted uh, three or four years ago that it was the fastest growing language on earth. <laughs> I mean, well, I don't know. and it's if you think about like it, Dothraki per- has overtaken it because everybody just wants to speak like. <laughs> oh, that's true. The, the Game of Thrones. Uh, Desert people. Oh, that, and that that language is now being developed. Well, and they had, and language. it's made up. I mean, yeah, it's also it, an invented language. So that, yeah, I think you might be right. I think it might, might be displaced by that. Probably, you know, the Klingon of tomorrow. I called I called Klingon <laughs> the 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 Elvish of the nineties. So every twenty years, we we get a new made up language. What will it be next? Well, um, there was Kryptonian. <laughs> that was that was so pieced together, though. I mean, it's there was so many different sources, and none of them were canon. And then finally, one guy just said, "Okay, this is the biggest chunk that makes any sense at all. I'm running with this." And now it's uh, there's uh, now I there's, think there's computer a, fonts. Yeah, and there's a link on the Krypton Radio website. Uh, of course, we, there is. we point to it. Uh, so <laughs> you can read up on the Kryptonian language. And meanwhile, back at Klingon. Meanwhile, back at Klingon, <laughs> how long did it take you to get comfortable with the Klingon language uh, in, in terms of singing in it? And did you always understand what you were saying? Well, when you sing it, you learn to sing in foreign languages. You learn how to do these things yeah. to, you know, phonetically anyway. So it's, you know, if you've been singing in German or whatever and you don't really speak the language, it's, it's not that big a jump. You just right. have to memorize it. And that was pretty much... Uh, I took voice lessons for about four years and was singing Italian arias and stuff like that. Couldn't sing any of them now, but the, uh, but yeah, you do, you, you learn the language and you learn the sounds. And from there, my big thing when I was doing, uh, when I was doing kiss me and something that I, I planned to bring with these other songs that a lot of the, the other really fun Klingon songs out there, haven't done is I approach it from that, that perspective. So I'm trying to keep the words together the way they're supposed to be, um, where the way you would speak them. So it means maybe changing up the melody just a tiny bit to accommodate or, you know, playing with the song a little bit to make the words fit the way that they need to fit so that I'm not breaking a word in half or something like that. That's been the biggest challenge particularly with some of these new songs where I think that the translators originally, when they translated them, were mostly doing it for fun. 
So mm-hmm. they didn't necessarily expect somebody to actually get out there and sing it. And <laughs> did they have they <laughs> met a musician? Like, and so, so like, I couldn't believe what one of the funniest things I said to somebody recently was like, I never thought I would say this, but singing Britney Spears has been a larger challenge for a harder challenge than singing Celine Dion. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I never thought I'd hear that. And, and, and it's just because the, the, the way the syllables are and, and the, the syllables that come back to back when you have that capital H, which is the Mm -hmm. sound up against the G H the you know mm-hmm. that more like purr sound in the back of your throat and you have to do you know you have to do those song those sounds back to back while you're singing and try to get them both out that's been my biggest challenge is is just kind of making sure the song the sounds come out of my my mouth and throat the way that they need to and they, but I, and they sound melodic and you don't drown the microphone it's spit. <laughs> Right. But, you know, it's funny. I did this song uh, years and years and years ago. It was a a Mozart song that he wrote in French. Mm. And he was challenged to it's the song was called was aussi tous les ans. And he was told he couldn't know. Oh, you'll never be able to write a song in the French style. And so he wrote this little song about a bird. Um, in the French style, and he still didn't technically do it right because there are things in French. Oh, I'm trying to remember. There are things that you you either sing or you don't sing. So there there are sounds that he had accommodated for that you technically don't sing in French. Mm, so yeah. or it or it was either the other way around, and I'm totally messing this up. But one way <laughs> it was or the a other. Long time ago. One way or but, the other, he I, hadn't mapped it correctly. But I kind of have have taken that approach a little bit, too, with singing it, where it's like, okay, these two sounds are back to back. And when we sing in English, we slur things occasionally as well, or we don't necessarily always finish that R around the word or, Mm -hmm. you know, things like that. So I'm, I'm trying to do as much as I possibly can, but understanding as well that I am singing it. And so there are going to be little differences here and there, but trying as hard as I can to stay true to the sound changes. That sounds like a great deal of analysis. <laughs> it means she's smart. She knows music and she, as well as knowing Klingon. I mean, that's, that's, that's what makes it, ex, uh, that's what exalts it above just, just another filk, you know? Well, and, and it's fun to do. And I, I think that the thing that I loved about the video was that, because I took the because I took the language seriously and because I could sing, that really helped pull the comedy out of it too. I mean, it's very funny to these songs are very funny, and the ones that I'm doing for the Kickstarter, I'm re-recording Kitchop uh, with musicians. We actually used mm-hmm. a, a karaoke track mm-hmm. for the for the original recording and then doctored it up with the war drum. So I have a, a bass player and a guitar player that I've worked with in covers bands that are helping me out with this. And uh, so we're re-recording that. I'm doing uh, My Heart Will Go On by Celine Dion, uh, <laughs> Tach Tickwidge. Uh, I've got Hit Me Baby One More Time by Britney Spears. Oh, no, see, that's oh, going to take on a whole awesome. new 
level Ex- of meaning. Yes, right? I'm really excited for that one. And then uh, the fourth one for as long as I meet my main goal of $1,900 will be uh, Yebushko, which is Let It Go from Disney's Frozen. <gasps> oh, oh, we got to hear some of that. Oh, oh goodness. Awesome. Just a that, one's, that one's really hard. Um, let's see. I'm going to try to find a good spot in here that I... Okay, I'm pull my mic away from my mouth a little bit too. Yebushko, Yebushko, Shavlu et nota shokalach. Yebushko, Yebushko, shok ed nyak lord met rimtach. Jeshach be, Mushen be joshaj. Wow. <laughs> wow. You've heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Let it go, sung in Klingon. <laughs> I never thought I'd hear that. It must be like Rura Pente out there. I, oh, yeah. I never That's why I said that. I was the Ice Empress. I think on my Kickstarter page, I say the Ice Empress of Rura Pente is yeah. going to take the microphone. Um, so I have that awesome. one. And wow. then I have two stretch goals. So uh, if I meet the stretch goals, because one of the things that I have to do, these are technically translations. Mm-hmm. So I have to pay for the rights to mm. use the songs. Oh, that's right. They are. Yeah, you can't, can't write them off as parodies, really, can you? No, most of them are actually the, the the Celine Dion, My Heart Will Go On, is almost a direct translation. Um, so I would rather cover my bases. Mm-hmm. As a musician, it's really important to me to do right by the original artists. That's mm-hmm. true. And, and so no matter what, I figure even on a couple of these where I might be able to kind of get away with it, I'd rather not. It's not worth it to me. Mm-hmm. So um, that's part of the reason that I'm doing the Kickstarter because doing the rights to the songs actually costs almost as much as as duplicating CDs. So my goodness, yeah, it's, yeah. It's you, a, as a performer, I guess you have it a little harder than a radio station does. I mean, right? We're, uh, you guys pay general rights, I think. Yeah, we yeah. do. Yeah, we do. Uh, we're um, you, you bet we do. Yeah, we pay for that. Every, <laughs> yeah, it's it's we're licensed through stream. Licensing.com, like a lot of other uh, smaller uh, internet radio stations are. Uh, And uh, we essentially we have a blanket license that lets us play pretty much anything we want. Right. And so uh, we don't have any problem playing Hitchop as part of our playlist. And in fact, it is on our playlist and (laughs) crops up during the day a lot of the time. But yeah, as, if I want to be able to sell these on iTunes and things like that, I need to be able to. I need to pay for the rights. So, mm-hmm. and you pay individually. So it gets it gets expensive. It's not insanely expensive, but it adds up when you know, for, especially for the initial when you're just kind of guessing how many you're going to sell. Mm-hmm. Um, and you sort of have to. You, then that's what you really have to do is guess. So. And you don't want to mess with Disney. Honestly. No, really not interested in messing with Disney. <laughs> so and your so, Kickstarter page is at uh, the the easy short URL uh, is uh, bit b i t dot do slash Klingon pop. <laughs> okay, and that's a, that'll direct you to the Kickstarter page, which the link is like Kickstarter dot com slash project slash this. So <laughs> and you're you're already half there, aren't you? 
I am really close to being half there. Uh, let's. I can probably tell you right now. I, I have we a feeling are you're at forty eight percent funded, and I've technically only been promoting it for about a day and a half now. Oh wow, that's good. Yeah, yeah. If you're, if I you're... predict some stretch goals happening here. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's some stretch goals. So I've got two additional songs. I have "Bad Romance" by Lady Gaga. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. And the one that I, I really, 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 really want to get uh, to Love is a Battlefield by Pat Benatar. Oh, I think she is the original awesome. pop warrior. She is. Uh, you don't need to change any of the words to, to make it fit. Nope, her. not at all. <laughs> That's hysterical. And, and I think that that will just be absolutely fantastic if I can get there. Um, yeah. <laughs> Oh, that would be amazing. Well, I I have no doubt that you're going to... Payday, mi- I'm contributing, okay? <laughs> yeah, you, you have... Uh, I have no doubt that you're going to make those first stretch goals right away, and you're going to have to probably come up with some more. You know, that's what my husband said. He's right, like, so we're, right we're thinking this. that if we have to... I've got a couple other things, so if we hit... Um, uh, if we hit $3,700, I'll do upgraded packaging for the, the CDs. The CDs, I'm keeping very limited edition. So mm-hmm. um, I, I I know that, you know, a lot of people do digital downloads nowadays. CDs mm-hmm. really, people like them for the, the collectability. Um, and, you know, people will use them. But there, I, I anticipate digital downloads really kind of being my thing. So mm-hmm. I'm keeping the CDs super limited edition. Yeah, like tectonic yeah. plates. Yeah. <laughs> Very limited edition. Um, Collect your own set of tectonic plates. I've got all so, of those I can use, thank you. <laughs> so if I so they're they're just going to come in really nice jackets, uh just a you know, front and back little jacket. Um but if I hit thirty seven hundred dollars they'll get a nice six panel treatment. So we'll mm. get the words in there and you know, I'll try to figure out some other cool stuff to have in there. Um, and then at $4,500, one of the things I'd really like to do is to be able to go, go to conventions and, um, and, you know, sing at conventions. And so I'll get additional CDs duplicated so that I can kind of take the show on the road. So do you have any conventions you're, you're planning to uh, attend at this point in time? Right now, the only one I'm definitely attending is, uh, Archon, Mm -hmm. um, in St. Louis, mm-hmm. they it's actually this year is the 25th anniversary of the Klingon Assault Group. Oh, so and it is. No, it's got to be more than that. No, it no it's it is 25 years, and they are celebrating it at Archon. So oh, awesome. people are coming from all over, and I said, "Hey, uh, I actually finally joined. I should have joined the Klingon Assault Group like four years ago after I did Klingon Christmas Carol mm-hmm. the first time, and uh, so I finally got around to joining and. I'm like, I want to, I will have the songs recorded in time for, for Archon. Uh, the Kickstarter is actually going to end at 11.59 p.m. on October 4th, which is the Saturday of the convention. Wow. And So you'll have an announcement. Right. And so my hope is, is that you know, there'll be a room party or something like that, and I can debut the songs for the, for the Klingon Assault Group folks. And uh, since it's going to be a giant Klingon party there, and uh, and we'll just have a, a, a good old raucous good time. <laughs> I, I'd shoot bigger. I'd find a stage. 
Well, and you know, I thought about that. The one thing that I'm running into is, and I, I'm going to try, I will have six songs by then. Mm-hmm. Um, that's about 24 minutes worth of music. That's an, a and, half, masquerade halftime. Yeah. Um, so, so, Which so I've got a little something there and, and I could easily, you know, work in and, uh-huh. and do like a Q and a or something like that too. Yeah, it's um, you have you'd have to pay performance rights though, wouldn't you? Possibly, and, and that's, that's just it. Is I haven't looked beyond stuff. doing the CDs at this point. Yeah. <laughs> well, talk, they must have a filk track. So talk to whoever's in charge of the music. You know, the guys sitting, you know, when guitars sitting in a room, kind of. Level. Right. Nobody's and, and actually, nobody's paying the rights there. Right. I did actually uh, get in touch with them, and, and so I'm still kind of waiting to hear back to see if there's something I can do. Um, so we'll see. <laughs> no matter what, I will be there, and uh, I will be hopefully dressed to the nines in my Mara uniform. Action and- figure. We need we need an action figure of you as, as you know. Cling <laughs> on Pop Warrior. Yeah. Cling on Pop Warrior. I like that. Oh, yep. there's that's something to put on the marquee. Well, yeah, I mean, it's I'm not a pop princess, so no, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's this is so cool. It's been um, this has been an amazing conversation. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> I, I felt I bad never, when you oh. guys messaged me and you're like, "Send me some songs," and I'm like, "I just have the one." Yeah, the point is, the <laughs> I go, "That's songs. what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm trying to make more for you." <laughs> well, well we got to hear fine. some amazing vocals anyway and i'm very <laughs> grateful for that and uh, uh having that as a first on krypton radio i think that nobody has ever sung klingon live on krypton radio before <laughs> well, it won't be the last time no, hopefully not as soon as your album comes out we're buying a copy yay we're gonna put we're gonna put every cut and this is a promise we're gonna put every cut on the krypton radio playlist well, how about holding out for a hero that's a good one Ooh. Ooh, you know, somebody actually suggested on the uh, comments of the, the Kickstarter, uh, they, they said they told somebody and they suggested Take On Me by AHA. And I'm like, man, 2015 is going to be a crazy year. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to see someone. I, I, oh, Gene, I'd love to see you illustrate that. Oh, <laughs> We wow. have to, uh, yeah, we have to go. I've already got my studio time booked, so we're actually going into the recording studio before the Kickstarter is over. So mm-hmm. if I don't have a successful Kickstarter, I am out the money to be <laughs> to go to the studio. And uh, but I, I have a lot of faith in this project, and it's really a, a labor of immensely geeky love. And so I hope that everybody is excited as about it as I am. And it right now it feels like people are. So I think they are. If you're halfway to your goal and you've only been talking about this for a day and a half, out of forty five days, <laughs> out of yeah. forty five days, yeah, you'll I think make it. it's a done deal. You you kept it modest. You what know? happens? What happens if you if you get ten times the amount of money you asked for? Then you get, which well, is a very I real will, possibility at this point. I will definitely do some music videos. I think the the one thing that I said to the translators and and the other folks sort of you know involved with this behind the scenes was like. Man, I don't want the IRS banging down my door, so we're putting everything we can back into this project. Um, so, so yeah, that's really going to be the uh, 
that's really going to be the big thing is, is mu- I'm going to do music videos. If I have to get more CDs recorded and make additional, uh, maybe I'll make additional backer rewards if things get really crazy um, so that I do send out more CDs. Um, I, I think making more music videos is a fantastic idea. And it not but yeah, only I helps, really want to do the videos. I think it not only promotes the album, uh, it'll promote you as a performer as well. And it, it, it is definitely not going to have a negative effect on your career. <laughs> right. I think it's a great I, idea. I love it. This is, this is such the perfect combination of, of all the things that I really love to do. I love to sing. I love theater and acting. And I am, I am such a geek <laughs> about so many things from Joss Whedon to Klingons to board games and Euro games. Like I have so many things that I, I just, I'm a big geek about and and getting to sort of marry all three of those things together and have people, even my family who are like, I can't believe people are giving you money for this. (laughs) Um, You know what? This is a big nanny to them, isn't it? Right. But they love me and they, they Uh totally embrace and they totally embrace that. And, and I love my friends um, and, and family. They, they've just been so generous and, 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 supportive of me throughout the years so it's getting to just to do something like this i'm so excited i'm so genuinely excited dude the hero of canton <laughs> in klingon <laughs> oh i i can't do that off the uh off the cuff but actually it's a that great idea be though great yeah you said joss whedon so i went straight to firefly <laughs> Kling- there, there's a weird mashup <laughs> yeah. Kling- klingon was- and brown coat I was just talking to somebody about the comic books uh, today, the graphic novel, the Firefly graphic novel. Uh-huh. They're so they're so much better because I love Buffy. Mm-hmm. And after Buffy ended, I was reading the the graphic novels, and I just felt like the graphic novels for Buffy jumped. They they jumped like twenty sharks, like just lined up twenty sharks, and then they just jumped. And, well, yeah, uh, but when you don't don't have to worry about the special effects budget anymore, you can jump right. all the sharks you like. <laughs> yeah, they. Oh man, it just went crazy. But I really, I feel like the Firefly graphic novels are so perfect, and the the voices of the characters are so well done. They've really That's captured my, the voices. Yeah, they they just did a, a they did a great job with those. So it's really funny that I don't know why I just brought that up, but because <laughs> we love it. Because yeah, <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> This has been episode 73 of the Event Horizon here on Krypton Radio. Jen Ucellus Mackay, thank you for joining us. And thank you, for uh, you have an amazing singing voice and uh, an amazing, unique niche. <laughs> <laughs> Don't I, though? <laughs> oh, this, is, this has been so cool. Thank you so much for being on the show. It's been a pleasure to have you with us. Please come back. Thank you so much for having me. You have just heard episode 73 of Krypton Radio's weekly production of The Event Horizon for August 30th, 2014, with our guest in Klingon Shantus, Jen Ursulis Mackay. Your hosts have been station manager Gene Turnbow and the station's executive producer, Susan Fox. If you're a little confused by the episode numbers, don't worry. These are going out in the order they're airing, not the order we recorded them in, so the episode numbers are out of sequence as they air. This episode will air again on Sunday, August 31st, 2014, and Thursday, September 4th at 4 p.m. Pacific, by which time Salt Lake Comic Con should be in full swing, and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on each day, as well as Sunday, Thursday, and next Saturday at 5 a.m. You will find this episode and others as downloads at the Krypton Radio website and on iTunes and Stitcher as podcasts. 
If you're going to 2014's Salt Lake Comic Con next week, we will very likely see you there as we are guests of the convention and will be moderating panels for Aaron Gray and Vic Mignogna, including our own panel, Ina Kleine Geek Music. So look for us there. The Event Horizon title sequence was written and produced by Gene Turnbow. The science officer was science fiction illustrator Mark Schermeister. The engineer was Christian B. McGuire. The navigator was Corsair's closet producer Christine Cherry. And the captain was voiced by legendary science fiction writer Larry Niven. This program and its contents, except where provided by others, are copyright 2014 by Krypton Media Group Incorporated. The Event Horizon. It's sci-fi for your Wi-Fi.